Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Now, back to the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Henry Harrison, John Tyler, James K. Polk, Zachary Taylor. So good. Frank Kelly, morning after. Yeah. app. Doug, do you hear it? I hear it, yeah. Sure. No, do you hear what's going on behind me? Oh, is there a guy with the blower? Not me, but maybe a few hundred yards away. That's a Sibian. Oh, it's a... It's so far away, away, it sounds like. blower, yeah. We got a leaf blower. Why are there so many darn leafs out of place down there? I don't know what the deal with it is. It just, it literally started up about 30 seconds ago. Not really a problem here as TMA only has 20 minutes left. But Jackson, how do you do? Well, folks will just have to, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be okay. You know. They're not, they're not happy about it anyway. No. And they're really not going to be yeah. happy about it then. Yeah, well, well you know, got to go this far. Let's go all the way, baby. When does the pool boy get there? Ooh, Cabana Boy. Cabana Boy. Mm-hmm. Come rub some oil on my back. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is the Ryan Kelly Morning After. It's our 9 o'clock hour. Maggie O'Brien's is the place to be on Saturday night. How do you do for the pony before and after the dogs? Defense, doggies, defense. Eddie McVeigh will be there with the brand new renovated Maggie O'Brien's in downtown right across the street from City Park. It is going to be a pony before and after the game. You know what you're going to get? It's the best, and it's been the best. 40 years, local Irish pub. You know the food is just outstanding. And then on top of it, it has been completely renovated. Great people. It's not going to be some spot where you're uncomfortable. You know what you get. It's a good spot, Doug, with good family owning it. It's Eddie McVeigh. It's Maggie O'Brien's. They have a location in Sunset Hills where they do the dotum pre-party. And uh, and then, of course, the location downtown for Saturday night. Defense, doggies, defense. I'm going to try to go to Maggie's. What's that? I'm going to try to go to Maggie's for the game on Saturday. Oh, wow. I hope to. I'm going to get there as early as I can because I think it's going to be packed. It'd be nice if we could sell some dogs' hats at Maggie O'Brien's. Yeah. This Doug. Sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Boy, people are mad about the rapper. What does this mean? The rappers? Rapper? Oh, rap, like the Plowhawk opening rap, rappers, I guess? I didn't hear it. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have a leaf blower. <laughs> oh, they were pissed. Rapper opening time. Pages. That's from the Breakfast Club. Worse than the nose whistles. Who's your daddy? Jesus with the rappers again. That's from Who's Your Daddy? You shut up. When do you want me to eat, dude? When the hell do you want me to eat breakfast, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> Woo. And it was a pack of gushers. And guess what? That text... <laughs> 
I, I'm, I'm going to put the rapper closer to the mic. Oh, keep, ah, doing, I may keep complaining, and we're going to add on to the. I don't. I, I don't. Fruit snacks with liquid in it. How many yes, do you throw? Theory or was a gusher. <laughs> How many do you throw in your mouth at once? You go one at a time, or you? I do one. I like to enjoy the flavor. You ever put like the whole pack in your mouth mouth at once? Ooh, that's a that's a dangerous game to play. That's a choking. Why game. is that a dangerous game, boy? A lot of juices up in that gullet. <laughs> oh, I used to take the fruit by the foots, like the three oh, foot long fruit snacks. And you take that and you fold it, crush it up into one big ball, and just hammer it. You know, I've done that. But yeah, there was a feed on the fan page. Somebody put a video of my wrappers and. I saw people complaining about it, and I started laughing. And and now as a gesture of defiance, you're going to open these wrappers right next to the microphone. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing that. Okay. So. If you have one now, Blocky you can the try it. The wrappers have been especially awful the last few days. Are you, do you have a treat that has louder wrappers this week, Plowhawk? Those Danishes. Yeah, the Danish one, it's a thicker plastic. <laughs> oh, that room. Go and so every plastic. time you... It, yeah, it's like... Windbreaker pants. <laughs> oh. It's like that kind of a material. I, feel like I have a jacket just like that that I don't wear in here because it's so loud. Anytime I like move an inch, it's you can hear it. But yeah, I mean, I, I know I could open the wrappers a little bit further away from the uh, mic, but but this is an act of defiance. Not defiant. I just don't care about these people. You want to complain? <laughs> oh, come on now. I watched that supercut of you opening up the wrappers and stuff. The best part of it is when you're drinking your Coca-Cola and you suck it down like you've been in the desert for 40 years. <laughs> I know. Just, just pounding it away at you the end. You can hear it like at the last drink. You can like hear your bottle. gullet start contracting. Mm. Well, I think it's a great sound. I apologize if people don't like it. I'm just trying to eat. There you go. There was an apology. Yeah. I would imagine that makes it go away. You're a growing boy. You need to eat. You know the show, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have that design, air, heating, and cooling email today come up in a matter of uh, moments here. Giving away Guns and Roses tickets to so send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Uh, I see Tiny PP wrote in the YouTube chat where 219 friends have gathered. Uh, I remember when Plowsy put a Cheeto up his butt and tricked his buddy to eat it. Oh. Yeah, and? He didn't really eat it, did <laughs> he? Want a follow-up to that? <laughs> he didn't really eat it. The entire it. team did that. Everyone was putting the Cheetos up in there. Yeah, this is before we cared about hygiene. So you got to imagine. Well, I guess. Like 1850? I don't think they did that in the caveman era. Well, I'm not saying we had scurvy, but... Scurvy would be the best outcome out of that. You're looking at hepatitis. I'm saying... To explain what happened to the Cro-Magnon man. Just talk about a little bit of extra seasoning on the Cheetos. Oh! oh. Mm. And one fella ate all these and didn't know where they'd been? No. Not one fella. And it wasn't a whole bag. Just, That's one of my favorite lines I've ever heard is before we cared about hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know about it till like 1985. See, I was I was crazy. Maybe don't eat on the air, you child that was sent <laughs> in from the six one eight who's not happy about it. No, I just listen to another show. I don't care what you do. <laughs> I ain't gonna change my thing. Would you say you're fed up with the listeners today? Uh today or ever? Every day, yeah. Just in general, you are? Fed yeah, up with for sure. The rappers should not be a big deal. Let me ask you a question. You were talking about hygiene and your Cheeto up the butt. Yeah. Oh. We eight, seventh, eighth grade, brother. And then he ate it. Yes. I was cooking last night, and I had a stick of butter open, because I was going to use I used butter to <laughs> I make love my where sauce. This is going. Yeah, I already way. know where this Let's is going. Start. <laughs> I dropped the butter. It fell off the wrapping, and I dropped the entire stick on the floor. Yeah. And I threw it away. <laughs> 
See, I actually like the move. For me, we have three dogs, so every every piece of our floor we vacuum every day has dog hair. So right when we drop some on the oh. floor, it's over. With. Yeah. It, it's done. Iggy, couldn't you shave off a little piece I of was the thinking that, that hit too. the floor? Somebody asked me that, but I think it rolled on both sides, and yeah. I may have even stepped on it with my bare feet. Well, yeah, I think okay. that's when you call now, it a day. Yeah, maybe you get so. another fresh dick out of the fridge. Yeah, that's not a debate if you step on the butter. I think it hit my foot, so... I didn't see that food in the refrigerator, by the way. Someone already steal it? No, it's not. Oh, cool. swiped. It's in a cool whip bowl. Hopefully, okay. my Lunchable's still there. Cause it's on the top shelf. In a, I'm, out, I'm out of Tupperware. I don't know where they're at. So oh. you got a cool whip bowl. So okay. That's my Tupperware. I'm a poor. <laughs> yeah. You reuse that cool whip bowl? Do I reuse it? Yeah. Yeah, just put it in the dishwasher. Jackson, we're 200 liquid. <laughs> 200 liquid. I guess I didn't know what I was dealing with here. <laughs> Yeah, my Tupperware consists of uh, two country crock butter dishes, a couple of Cool Whips, and about eight cottage cheese. Now, I, I gifted you three big pieces of Tupperware, but you lost all those? No, I think I put cookies in them for Christmas, and I left them at the, my niece's house. Oh. My mom gives me Tupperware all the time with food, and I never give it back. Yeah. Oh, we give ours back. It's my protest. We try to, at least. What are you protesting, Jackson? The fact that you have to live on your own now? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. You I went would. back in the parents' house? <laughs> no, I like the freedom, but... You like yeah. the freedom at night when you can go out and they don't say anything. And well, you just all the back in. Two at a time, huh? That's what yeah, you Yeah, just like. do whatever you want. But there, I would say, like, the first year of living on your own, like, there are things, like, household things that you don't realize you have to pay for. Like, paper towels and toilet paper, those things just appeared when I was a child. Yeah. It's like, oh, you have to actually go out and buy it. Yeah, you do. Laundry detergent, like, pain in the ass. When I got an apartment at Georgetown... It was really my first apartment of my own because I moved in with a couple of... This is in D.C. or Webster Groves? That's correct. At Ewing. Webster Groves. Okay. Because uh, at first I'd lived with uh, Linda Breckenridge for a little while. Then I lived with another girl who was bartending at uh, the Breckenridge. We moved in together. Mm-hmm. Just as friends. But the first place... Oh, come on. Home. You didn't move in just as friends, did you? Anyway, we kissed one night and it kind of ruined everything. Um, now, Linda wasn't just friends. We were dating. Oh. But Leslie was friends. And we made out one night in the car and it kind of ruined everything. Um, but I was so lazy. I made chicken and dumplings one night mm. and I put the, the pot in the sink. Cause you know, when you make dumplings, a lot of times, some of the ones will stick on the bottom and I just put some hot water in there and I didn't try to, I didn't clean it for like three days and it started smelling. So what did I do instead of just dumping it out and washing it? It was full of water. I put it out on the patio. And my mom came over. She made some drapes for me. She came. What is that on the patio? It's, what a, is... it's a frozen pot. Oh no! It, it was winter time. The water I had in it froze. Instead of cleaning it, I put it out on the patio and it froze. My mom actually thawed it out and cleaned my pot for me. That was nice of her. Yeah. So you, when you move out, uh, Jackson, you depend on your parents. Still depend on your parents, even when you're living on your own. Yeah, I always go over there and, you know, if I'm over there, I'll grab a paper towel and then out looking. What do you do in return to pay them back a little bit? Um, my undying love. Oh, you don't offer to wow. cut their grass or do a tough chore or something for them? Uh, if they need something, I'm always available. All right. What do I know about? I, I, know how to, grass? I know how to cut the grass. I used to do it when I was living there. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I mean, I don't ask for much from them. I just, you know, Tupperware or some meatloaf in it. I might keep the Tupperware. Mm. Is that a crime? Well, I would give it back. Well, then you got to wash it, the whole thing. Yeah. Probably the worst I ever felt. Um, I was living in Bermuda at the time, and I would always come home 
for the holidays because it's to see a, Linda Breckenridge. No, it's a slow season in Bermuda from oh. like December to March. So all of us overseas employees got to go home for like two and a half months. And I always stayed. I always I stayed at my parents' house when I moved back home for those two months. And I don't know why this year I just I just so depressed being back in the winter time and um, living at home. No big deal, but still, I was like, oh, God, I hate it here. And I was outside one day. My mom said, "Iggs." Can you grab some bags from the group? Your was, mother called you Iggy, too? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was Iggy. Then. Really? Once I got to high school, every, I was Iggy to everybody. Even your parents? Yeah. I was always the eggs to my mom and dad. Um, but I uh, I was standing outside, and she went to the grocery store. She goes, Iggy, can you grab some bags? I go, oh, my God. She goes, oh, is that, that big of a deal to help me? I said, I just can't wait to get back. And she started crying. And I felt so bad about that for months. And well, God, I can't. I made my mom cry just because she asked me to do something. Yeah, to get a couple of grocery bags. Yeah, I, I was just being a dick, and I felt bad. And I just could have been the start of when your work ethic went to hell. No, I, just, <laughs> I got done, and I went up and hugged my mom. I said, I'm so sorry. I said, I don't. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean I can't wait to get out of your house. I just, I was just in a bad mood. But when you make your mom cry, you just, you just that's the that's worst horrible. thing. That's the worst thing you can do. Did she ever get the bags? Yeah, I think I carried them in reluctantly, but oh. I threw them on the table. Now, when your mother asks you something, your natural inclination is to say, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, you would think so, but that's that day. I just not I you. Know, I just, I just wanted to be back in the warm playing golf, and uh, I, I want to talk more about it, but we're gonna have to carry it over to Friday show because <laughs> now it's time for the design, air, heating, and cooling email yeah. of the day. Like, there's not much more to it. That was it. I'm, I'm getting settled in. <laughs> Is it normal to not feel shame when wearing a chastity cage with a sounding rod while in public? My wife, William, keeps a chastity cage on me whenever I leave the house, with or without her. It's kind of our thing, but I've never felt shame from it and always assumed it was normal. My bowling buddies, we call ourselves the Pendigo Girls, recently told me that it is not normal and were pretty gobsmacked when I told them. Mm. They made me feel weird and wrong. I immediately regretted telling them because they constantly brought it up all night, but I never felt any shame. Does this make me asexual? The sounding rod hardly feels like anything anymore, and I just forget it's even there, often sleeping in it. My wife, William, doesn't let me watch porn, so I don't even know if adult <laughs> stars wear them. Were my buddies just joshing me? I just want to know if anyone else has this type of experience. It is really starting to weigh on my mind and penis. Thanks. No. I'll hang up and pleasure myself to Doug to see if that helps with the situation. I hope William doesn't wake. That's some Samaje pea brine, but my friends call me Scat King Cole. Oh. Kevin Miller pretending to be a girl now. That was not Kevin Miller. Oh, wasn't it? It was not. Scat okay. King Cole. <laughs> Samaje pea <laughs> brine is really funny. New. Former Bengal running back? I think he's currently still with the Bengals. I think he's. Oh uh, no, Jets! I'm gonna go Jets. What about Taji P. Henson? That's who he's talking about. Uh, uh, Benjamin Button. Hey boys, it appears they are losing money. I saw triple sticks at the corner of Clark and Broadway with a sign that said "Bailey's went bankrupt. Please help so we can sign Newt Bar to a long-term contract." Mm. I'm lying. Bowtie through Pinocchio Gersh out there to beg. Also, <laughs> Tim, can we get a list of interviews you have set up at spring training? Can I message you some questions to ask? To hold accountability. Thanks, Steve. One cardinal way. Steve, one cardinal way. It seems that stepdad Keith has taken a turn for the silly, and we're not sure how to handle it. Last night, he showed up at dinner wearing a tutu and carrying Juan. At first, we thought he was just being silly, but then he insisted on being referred to as Princess Keith. We're not sure if he's going through a midlife crisis or if he's just depressed after not being named Mr. March in the 2023 Fathers of Vianney digital calendar. 
To make matters worse, this morning he woke me from my slumber asking me if I wanted to play hide the hot dog. Needless mm. to say, I wasn't impressed. We're not sure what to do about stepdad Keith's silly behavior. But we're hoping that by bringing it to your attention, we can start a support group for those family members who still have not found the hot dog. Thanks. Jake in a state of arousal. Jake in the state of arousal. Like what I just read? I, I so have good. no idea what that means. State of arousal. And finally. Okay. Hey, Tommy. Fancy running into you here. Anyways, I'm cornering you outside your office this morning to pitch you another idea I got. For far too long, listeners of the station have been spoon-fed music that's popular and catchy and pays the bills. But stay with me here. What if we didn't do that? If you're like me, you hate tuning into a hard-to-find HD2 ham radio channel. <laughs> Only to hear the familiar voices of reputable top 40 DJs with real-life sponsors who stick to the script and play songs that people actually like. Well, not anymore. When you tune into Iggy's bootleg airing every Sunday, Saturday morning from 3.30 a.m. to 4 a.m. aside Larry's Lewis and Clark show, you never know what you might get. You might hear me interrupting a Cheryl Dilcher song nobody requested to promote a death metal concert at a CD Wentzville arcade I'm mm. attending with a dude's wife. Or you might hear a funny little personal anecdote about when I let myself get pissed on by train hoppers twice in a row. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Happened a couple times. Or maybe I'll share what's going through my head, like uh, the boobs I spotted on HBO last night using Dotem's login password. That's the kind of stuff you just don't get with the industry-proven corporate behemoths you normally hire. And I know what you're thinking. Iggy, it's 8.30 and you're supposed to be on the air right now. Plus, we're not interested in sinking a second round of zero dollars into another one of your wildly successful failed shows that you just kind of stopped doing one day and then blame some guy who just started working here who wanted to help you sell one or two advertisements. Work, yeah. But here's the thing, Tommy. I can promote a show nobody wants to hear all by myself <laughs> by doing that weird thing I do sometimes where I invite all the listeners to my apartment. <laughs> Jesus. But you can't go in my actual apartment. But feel free to stand outside on a small concrete pad and fight like cornered starving raccoons the chance to sit in one of the three lawn chairs <laughs> I stole from the breezeway. It'll be like a real-life radio event. We could have a tent if somebody brings one. There will be a tray of leftover hot dogs from my cooking show I did last Wednesday. My buddy Potter Varley will be giving rides in his 2013 Plymouth Prowler and visitors can win a chance at, ho at taking home cool prizes like a bowling ball or maybe I'll ask Cletus for an advance on my allowance and we can do a money booth. That comes from, hey Barry, please be sure to use the utensils when snacking on the covered dish that Jonah's wife made after you're done masturbating. Oh. Join our Patreon to win a chance for you and a lucky guest to let us masturbate in your apartment. Mm. <laughs> Hey, Barry. <laughs> That's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Well, uh, a lot of them I didn't really understand, but I understood most of what Hey, Barry said. So I'm going to vote for a fellow by the name of Hey, Barry. Keep it up, Hey, Barry. You're killing it, buddy. Hey, Barry has shipped the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day and has tickets to see Guns and Roses wow. by winning today's 
email of the day. And I see Buck Swope has just sent in an email saying he is not happy. Something went wrong and his email was not read. I don't know what it is. It says, check the spam folder. Oh, that well, sucks. Well, it's a shame. You don't get it read today. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was in the spam folder. Yeah, why don't you call back and bitch tomorrow? Grammy. Jackson, I have a feeling you're about to get held accountable. I mean, I don't know. What if I look in the inbox and if check something's not there, like, what am I about supposed to get a book. Uh, okay, I'm I'm changing the setting so I would never ever ever send a Buck Swope email to the junk folder again. So okay. problem is taken care of. Sorry, Buck. Maybe the spam if you folder knows you're held it accountable sucked. right there. Oh, you're about to be really held accountable over the Let next. Let me hour. live one time. <laughs> Munganas Daily Fantasy. Uh, not Munganas Daily. It's a Munganas Driving of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Uh, Riz with a sound story coming up at 10:30. And Doug, you have one at high noon. Is yes. that right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. If you want a sound story, go to mysoundstory.com. If you want that dog's merch. Go to TMASTLshop.com. Jackson and I are going to go deal with the situation down the hallway. Uh, but I'm just going to sit in the exact same spot. That's how we're going to handle it today. It's Balloon okay. Party, driven by Mung and Aston 101 ESPN. All right, time for us to shut it down for the plow, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Alvin Vaughn. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.